It's your boy, the one and only A-Switch, a.k.a. Um, who keep putting peanut butter on my, on my knees. <laughs> oh, that took me out. Hold on. <laughs> who keep putting peanut butter on my knees. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I can't even recover. AKA Dokomake Taika Dropper. AKA The Undisputed, Undefeated, Uncontested Social Distancing Champion. AKA Somebody give me some whipped cream. So I can put it on. I don't know what that means. AKA. The nigga lip master. Bringing you. Yet another episode of switches sites. Episode 140. It's so great. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful to be here still. Um, What's going on in the world? Anything notable? Uh, Biden, Joe Biden selling crack pipes, giving crack pipes out to people or something like that. I I know that's not the story I'm fabricating, but uh, Britney, Britney Spears, uh, I love you. I just want to <laughs> just want to put that out in the universe. Um, it's good to see Britney uh, being well, she got released a while back. Now she uh, hey, she and her she back. She back at it. She was a. Uh, saw a video her uh dancing she got the you know she got the she got the skimpy on and and then she got the heels so <laughs> hey it's good to see britney back it, it's britney it's britney bitch all right i'm gonna stand i'm gonna stand with britney i'm gonna stand with her. <laughs> uh you love to see it though you love to see it um anything else significance I don't think so. At least that doesn't come to mind. Um, happy release day to uh, Sifu. I think it technically got released early in the week. I have not. I've yet to play it. I plan to play it. Hopefully uh, this week, next week. Um, but yeah, shouts out to Sifu. Just just Sifu. And I don't know. I just want to just want to put that out in the universe. Um, what else? I think that's it. Uh, at least for this week's episode, have a pretty, uh, concise episode. I'd say, uh, the February Nintendo direct dropped. We talk about RE4 remake, uh, some further details. And, uh, finally, finally GTA (laughs) six. Confirmed. I mean, it technically was confirmed, but we'll get in that a little bit later. So without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Uh, first topic of discussion. Nintendo direct out of nowhere. <laughs> I think they announced it like Monday 
and uh Monday or Tuesday and then then it uh happened Wednesday, I want to say. So Nintendo Direct um man this I'd say overall was a pretty pretty decent one. Uh had a lot of personal uh surprises, some um some games I'm definitely interested in that I've not heard of before, which I guess we'll get into as well. So we're probably going to go and jump around everywhere, but let's start off with, uh, (laughs) Nintendo switch sports. So, um, I think we all should have seen this coming, but, uh, it's still surprising. Nonetheless, Nintendo switch sports, Nintendo Nintendo switch sports. Um, man, so (laughs) it makes sense. It just makes sense. Clearly that's definitely what sold a lot more Wii's than I think, uh, otherwise, uh, you know, actually dipping into that casual market, (laughs) you know, like parents, grandmas, uh, great grandmas all just playing, playing we, you know, that's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it, like how much power the we had to, uh, actually captivate like casual non gamer folks. Um, which I'm very curious to see if, uh, you know, thunder will strike twice considering that's, that's clearly what, what sold a lot of, uh, we specifically. So, it's going to be interesting to see, um, a console that isn't necessarily like proposed to be such a, such, um, such a, like, I guess motion based console. Cause I think that is always been kind of very not at least, uh, advertised or I'd, I'd say widely known that the Nintendo switch does have motion motion support for uh, a reasonable amount of games, not a lot, but uh, a fair amount of games that, uh, that, that do have motion support. So I think that's also the other factor, at least with my experience with Wii games um, or Nintendo switch games that have motion support. It always just is never a hundred percent, but again, it could be a lot of various factors like, I'm guessing maybe light plays uh, a pretty fair factor. And I like, I like everything dark. I just, I like, uh, I like darkness. So that could be a factor. Um, but I don't know. We'll see, uh, like a game that's definitely heavily reliant on motion controls. Uh, I'm very curious to see how, like how Nintendo switch sports is going to be like received overall. Um, you know, when reviews come out and whatnot, uh, April 29th. And I think there's a beta, like, a um, online play tests, I think next weekend, uh, February 18th, 19th and 20th. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it though. They got a uh, badminton. They got a uh, Sh- Chambara. I never even heard of that before. I guess it's like a sword play sport, um, soccer, volleyball, bowling. Of course you can't have 
you can't have Nintendo Switch Sports without bowling, tennis, and that's it. I think they were they're adding some um some additional games further out. So uh golf, I think they're gonna add via free to update. And I think that's it. And then um utilization of the leg strap accessory. Uh, a physical version of kick, kick the ball in a soccer shootout. So I guess that's like maybe a specific mode within the soccer sport where they'll let you do that. So <laughs> what was very funny during that whole segment of them talking about Nintendo switch sports was that like, uh, yes, you could, we, we could play Nintendo switch sports in a very well spaced out room. And, uh, and in an area where you don't hit other people or hit any objects, you could tell like either some like a lawyer or something was like, you know, please include this. So people aren't what like, uh, like the Wii, Wii situation, like, uh, people throwing their Wii motes, <laughs> Wii motes at TVs and stuff like, yes, please, please always use the, uh, joy con strap while playing, uh, Nintendo switch sports. So um, Hey, I get it. Nintendo covering asses. I respect it. <sighs> Mario Kart eight deluxe. Um, <laughs> no, that's, it's not, uh, it's not Mario Kart eight. Uh, the next Mario Kart. No, no, it's not. Uh, basically they're adding 48 remastered courses for Mario Kart. Um, <sighs> what, what is now probably like a five to six year old game by now. So we don't want Mario Kart nine. Let's just, let's just keep milking Mario Kart eight. Let's just keep it going, which I get to some extent because I mean, uh, at least according to like MPDs and stuff, Mario Kart eight is like always at the top five, at least guaranteed. So I get it. I get it. But it's like, make something else I would say, but I mean, I'm saying this is somebody who's barely really played Mario Kart eight. So what do I even know? But still, I mean, I, I think considering the, the, the cadence of the, these 48 maps, they're releasing them in like, you know, pretty much segments throughout the, uh, throughout this year. And I think into next year of 2023. So yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel like we're not going to see Mario Kart nine until like the next generation of whatever Nintendo switch to, I guess. I don't know. And then, and then it's like, it add some maybe DLC characters like, you know, I don't know who would actually, <laughs> who would actually be a good DLC character that isn't in, in the game that I'm not aware of. You, you know, like Sephiroth add cloud, but now that I think about it, they announced, uh, recently that, uh, I think Kokobo GP, which is, uh, I guess, technically a competitor against Mario Kart is that, uh, they have, I think cloud and squall as like, of course, DLC characters that you have to pay for outside of the base game. So never mind, never mind. Um, towards the end, they did announce Xenoblade Chronicles three. 
Uh, I have bare, bare minimum knowledge of this series, but, uh, it seems interesting. Um, I just, I only, <laughs> my only frame of reference is, uh, I forgot his name, the dude with the blonde hair and smash with the nipples out and, uh, the feeties, the, the, <laughs> I forgot what you call them. The, the, my, just call them the slippers, got the, the nipples out in the slippers. I'm really feeling it. That's, that's all I got. So I'm happy for, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles fans. Um, it seems like it looks, it looks good as hell, at least from what I saw. Um, I don't know if I have that time commitment to try and catch up. I think it's coming out September, 2022, at least that's the date. So, uh, Mario Strikers battle league. I gotta do it. Mario Mario Strikers. Strikers battle league um this game looks dope as hell um as somebody who's not even played like the previous Mario striker i think it's only been one Mario striker game but having not played that um it <laughs> it looks fun as hell it, it gives me heavy heavy uh nba nfl street vibes with like kind of the the violence <laughs> and i guess uh just the physicality of it you know you can ch- check people into like gates and they get electrocuted because the walls are the, uh, the surrounding arena is like reinforced with like uh electromagnetic fields or something like that. So, um, I'm really digging what I saw for Mario strikers. Just, the <laughs> it looks fun as hell. And uh, I think, uh, this probably, it probably isn't the first game. I think it is probably NBA 2k that lets you play up to eight players at once on a single Nintendo switch. But, uh, with this, you can play up to eight players, four players on each team. And, uh, yeah, you can play against each other on a single Nintendo switch system. So that's pretty dope. That's pretty cool. Uh, there is a surprisingly there's like in addition to, uh, emphasis on online play, which I think, I think everybody who knows Nintendo uh, was pretty surprised in how they're really like, at least giving us the impression that they're really focused on, you know, making the online very uh, in-depth and like, you know, <laughs> I guess useful in, in being able to be used uh, compared to like a lot of other Nintendo games with uh, uh, not the not the best online um, quality lack of a better term so um this is coming out june 10th so uh <laughs> i don't this is pretty weird but mlb the show 2022 uh for those that don't know is a game uh series that's owned by playstation so you know considering what we talked about way back that like mlb the show was moved to uh, was being ported as well to Xbox, like <laughs> Sony's like primary, I'd say primary rival in terms of, you know, the, uh, ongoing console race, um, is <laughs> that's crazy enough itself. But now, uh, the show has expanded yet again to the Nintendo switch. So technically Sony is working with Nintendo switch, at least to a reasonable capacity, obviously to port, the show 2022 to, uh, to the Nintendo switch. 
Uh, one pretty dope thing that at least stuck out to me is that uh, this game will actually have cross platform play and cross progression, which is pretty dope. So uh, my impression is that you could play, you know, play if you're weird. I like that, I guess. <laughs> if you're weird and had MLB to show, uh, you love this game so much. You have it on PlayStation, Xbox and Switch. Um, at least the, the biggest, I think, um, appeal is being on the switch where if you had like a switch and another one of the main consoles, you could, you know, play, play on the Xbox, for example, and then, uh, bring your progress over to the switch and, you know, going on a trip or whatever, going to go and, you know, whatever progress you made, you can transfer back. And whenever you go back to your, you know, presumably primary console, such as the PS five or the uh, series X. So that's pretty cool. I'm not a big uh, baseball fan, but just the, the <laughs> just the, the fact of being able to all of the competing console uh, companies cooperating together for this, this game is, is you, you always love to see it. So Chrono cross uh, a game I have not played. I'm not even familiar with, the Chrono series, um, don't hurt me. I'm sorry, but, um, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers. Oh, I got to do it. I got to Chrono Cross, the Radical, Radical Dreamers, Dreamers edition. edition. <laughs> <laughs> I put too much, put too much levity on it, but it's fine. Uh, so this is a remaster of Chrono Cross for the PlayStation one. Um, coming, coming to Nintendo switch, uh, number of enhancements, have been made a refined soundtrack radical dreamers is included. So I'm, I'm assuming that's like a additional, like maybe separate thing experience the origins of Chrono Cross in this text-based adventure. So I'm guessing it's like maybe some like one-off separate thing that at least they, they bundle with the switch version. So that's cool. April 7th on uh, Nintendo eShop. MLB to show April 5th. I think I forgot to say that. Uh, Portal, <laughs> Portal, the companion collection. So basically Portal 1 and 2 coming uh, from Valve. Uh, the the company that's uh, about to release the Steam Deck <laughs> is uh, ported both Portal and Portal uh, 2 to the Nintendo switch, which is technically, uh, their competing platform, which I just find funny as hell. Just the fact that <laughs> we're about to release, uh, our own separate portable platform, but Hey, we're going to drop this on a uh, Nintendo switch, uh, right before we, uh, drop our, uh, valve steam deck. So, uh, I don't, we don't got a solid release date, but uh, 2022, at least is the loose date, uh, local online and split screen player modes. So pretty cool though. Either way. I mean, valve has not been the type to be like, I don't know, stingy with their stuff. It just, the timing is very funny though. That's all. Uh, Splatoon three, uh, they showed a bit of the new mode for Splatoon three that, uh, is, um, PVE based. Uh, I think it's called Salmon run Salmon 
Salmon Run, yeah. Salmon Run co-op mode. Where basically, you know, uh, I, I assume you can uh, team up with other folks in battle. It seemed to be like a wave-based mode. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I feel kind of unfortunate because uh, at least uh, for my uh, my uh, fantasy game critic, uh, I did have Splatoon 3 as the game I'm betting against. As in, I'm either hoping it doesn't release this year or is not good. So, um, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know. It seems like it's definitely going to release this year. So it is what it is. Uh, Kirby in the forgotten land, <laughs> man, this, this damn trailer is, uh, man. Um, would I say, uh, a mouthful, mm. a, mouth, a mouthful, mm. Sorry, I couldn't couldn't resist. So in this in this uh in this trailer they showed at least probably the the takeaway of this trailer I say is mouthful mode where I guess essentially is Kirby putting his mouth on stuff but he can't he can't go all <laughs> he can't go all the way. He can't uh uh he can't <laughs> it's so much potential. He can't, he can't deep throat. So, you know, I mean, he, he couldn't, <laughs> I'm trying my best here. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, essentially like they showed him putting his mouth on a, on a car, but he, again, he couldn't, he couldn't take it all in. So, you know, it just showed little little wheels at the bottom, and I guess he could technically still control it. I think that just opens up the opens up the floodgates in terms of like, uh, <laughs> what what is this power cap? What is this capability? Because at least it was it was a uh, presume that like he can literally swallow anything, but it's like, can he really? No, it's like this big ass car he can't swallow. Like he he can't swallow a. a uh, one of them parking, the parking cones, whatever the traffic cones. So it's like, what, what, what good is Kirby? If he can't, if he can't take it all in, if he can't, if he can't deep throat, you know, it's, is, is, is Kirby Kirby? If he can't deep throat, that's, these are questions that need answers. Hopefully we'll get answers. Uh, when Kirby in the forgotten land launches on Nintendo switch, March 25th. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> man, if I, I can't, I can't, if you, oh man, if I was at, if I was like a Nintendo, uh, a host, <laughs> well, um, well, will Kirby be able to deep throat? <laughs> Let's find out. No March 25th. Oh man. Of course the internet. The internet gonna be the internet and uh is having a field day with uh with this Kirby like mouthful mode meme thing where you know pretty much he's getting photoshopped on anything he can put that mouth on. So <laughs> Oh man. Man. Nintendo know what they doing. Nintendo know what they doing. They do. They do. They they know they know their audience. They really do. Um, Disney Speedstorm, which is basically a free to play cart racer based around, uh, Disney and Pixar 
IPs. I think I saw um, Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. And that's all I remember. <laughs> Probably what? Frozen, Elsa. I would assume Pocahontas. Put Pocahontas in there. Put, uh, put Encanto. <laughs> that just shows I've clearly not watched any any of these Disney IPs. <laughs> Encanto. I don't even know if Encanto is a person. I'm assuming it is. I'm, I'm looking very uh, uneducated in that, that respect, but uh, coming out this summer, very surprising, uh, no man's sky that uh, this is coming out on the switch this summer. Uh, it, it, it seemed like this game is very demanding. So it's, it's one of those games like, damn, the switch can, can run this. And that's, <laughs> I feel like that's my sentiment for a fair amount of games. I see on here like damn no man's guy the switch can run that it's probably gonna look blurry as hell and you know maybe 30 fps i don't think it was 60 on uh on the main consoles but it always fascinates me how much juice people can push out of the switch um which i think is part of its uh luster i'd say it's appeal the fact that it's so portable yet uh the potential to like uh, you know, expand upon its limits is, uh, is pretty cool. Uh, earthbound finally, not finally. I mean, we technically had Earthbound like on the, uh, virtual console, I think for the Wii U and yeah. And of course, super Nintendo, but, um, earthbound beginnings, I think, that was only Japanese only. Yeah. Earthbound beginnings, a localized version of the original Famicom mother game. Uh, both earthbound and earthbound beginnings are coming to Nintendo switch online later today. So that is true. Um, but how they going to do this and not give us mother three, they're probably saving it for four E three or whatever, <laughs> whatever E three summer games fest, whatever this, it summer time release is going to be. So, uh, I think that would definitely be a big, huge announcement that they're probably going to put in a pocket, just planted the seed to, uh, this week. And then come summer, they're probably going to drop it. Earth mother three, bitch. <laughs> That's a mark. My words that <laughs> what, uh, Reggie, Reggie fils going to come on stage out of retirement. Um, he just going to say, um, mother three bitch. And then just leave, just going to leave the stage. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe it. Uh, Metro dread, Metro Metroid dread update. Uh, so a free update is going to, uh, probably launched, um, yesterday for Metroid dread. Um, who, uh, dread mode. So dread mode is basically like one hit kill mode. So pretty much <laughs> you get touched. You did. Uh, nope, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm okay. Um, they also, I guess to kind of, <laughs> to kind of balance it, counterbalance it, uh, they have a rookie mode difficulty, which gives you a speedy recovery. And I think that's it. Just a speedy recovery. I guess you just recover your health faster. I feel like that's kind of, I feel like they would want to add something else to kind of make it more easier I guess, but I will, but 
there is also a free update, another free update coming later in April that will have a boss rush mode that, uh, you know, of course, like the name implies, will let you fight boss after boss in succession. So, um, that is a mode I definitely would play cause man, the bosses in Metro dread magnifique, 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 uh, advanced wars one and two reboot camp. Uh, the, I think this was going to come out in, in December last year, but got pushed back to April 8th. Um, so for those that don't know, it'll have basically a remake of advance fours one and two that were on the game boy advance. And, uh, it seems like they put in work cause it's going to have a online and local multiplayer, uh, online. They seem to be putting a lot of effort into, you can create and share custom maps to play. Um, uh, hot go for high scores in the war room. It's looking, looking real nice. I love me. I may not play them all the time, but I love me a good ass, good ass tactical game. You know, I may, <laughs> I may have not finished fire emblem for the game boy advance. I still have it, but damn it. I, I, I love me some tactical games. All right. My problem with, with, uh, fire emblem is, uh, the whole death mechanic that like, I just don't want to, I don't want to let them die. So I just will keep restarting the battle in like perpetuity <laughs> till I just give up. So, uh, one of these days I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick up just the initiative to just deal with it. Uh, star Wars, the force unleashed. Basically, I think this is the Wii version getting ported to the switch, which is interesting. Um, I guess it makes sense because of the motion controls that you supposedly will also be able to use for this version. Um, so, I mean, uh, if you've been yearning for star Wars force and leash, you'll be able to have that satiated <laughs> April 20th, uh, Assassin Creed Ezio collection. Um, I mean, Assassin Creed Ezio probably the best Assassin's Creed games in the series, uh, two, I think two brotherhood and Renaissance Assassin's Creed. They don't specify, but I'm pretty sure it's two brotherhood and Renaissance. I, I want to say could be wrong. All the ones that got Ezio in it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all you need to know. Cuphead delicious last course which is basically the, the DLC for Cuphead that has a, uh, you know, uh, new levels. Uh, I think what's her name? Cup, 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 cup lady, Miss Chalice, the female cup, Cuphead, AKA Miss Chalice. Um, she joins, I think she can double jump. So it seems to be kind of a easier, easier character to use to help you get through some of the stages I've yet to play cuphead. I do want to play it, but I'm not, I'm not in that mood to like be frustrated. If that makes sense, I guess kind of like the same sentiment with dark souls, but, uh, yeah, June 30th, uh, Taiko no Tachujin. I gotta do it. Taiko no Tachujin rhythm festival. Uh, so Taiko, Taiko no Tachujin coming back. Uh, well, it never left. It's well, it's coming the first time. <laughs> That's well, 
Um, it's <laughs> Nintendo Switch. <laughs> um, so this is uh, will include some uh, Legend of Zelda and other Nintendo IP music in the game. But I think uh, what made some people groan, some eyes roll, was that it will have a paid in-game subscription service. Uh, gives you access to over 500 songs that will be available at launch. So drum to your heart's content when, when Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival launches on Nintendo Switch 2022. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes. So this is basically um, Fire Emblem Warriors, but based on the Three Houses uh, game in terms of the characters and stuff. Uh, but basically, uh, Fire Emblem Musu, Musu game. Um, it seems cool. Some of the enemies seem pretty interesting. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just, just run and get it instantly. I'd wait, but <laughs> I think it disappointed a lot of people. I think people were thinking this was a legit new Fire Emblem game, but no, it was like <laughs> Fire Emblem Warriors, bitch. Gotcha. It looks cool though. Uh, live alive. Uh, so this is from what I gathered, this is a unreleased game, um, that was exclusive to Japan. Essentially it wasn't released outside of Japan uh, until, uh, July, 2022 of this year. It will. So it is, uh, it has a HD 2d style. It kind of gives, uh, it looks very similar to, um, uh, Octopath Traveler and a uh, Project Triangle st- Strategy, at least the the design aesthetic kind of looks similar to that. Seven different stories featuring different protagonists, time periods, and gameplay styles await. In the Wild West, a wanderer with a bounty on his head fights for his life. In the twilight of Edo, Japan, a shinobi undertakes a secret mission. Experience these tales in any order you choose. The adventure is yours to control. A journey of discovery awaits you when Lava Live launches for Nintendo Switch July 22nd. So it looks, it looks pretty dope. At least all the random, just crazy shit I saw in this trailer. I was like, Lava Live is on my radar. It is. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking heavily. Uh, Triangle Strategy, uh, basically the tactical RPG triangle strategy, which was, I know it was announced before. Um, they dropped the demo yesterday, uh, during a direct, so you can play from chapter one to the end of chapter three, um, via the demo and thank you. Thank you. Triangle strategy, square Enix, whoever, uh, the save data, uh, from the demo can be transferred to the full game, uh, once purchased. So, I'm going to say it again. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Normalize demo progress to the main game. Thank you very much. Please, please, at least specifically, you know, games like RPGs, of course, like (laughs) I wonder, like from one to three feels like 15 to at least 10 to 15 hours. I'm probably maybe exaggerating, but I mean, that's still, that's a lot. It's a lot for RPG. Um, it will release March 4th. 
uh, Front Mission first remake. Uh, they announced that. So it's basically a remake of Front Mission, which to my understanding uh, was a game that originally released on the Super Nintendo. And this is a remake of that. And they also announced Front Mission 2 will, will uh, get a remake as well. So um, coming out this summer. Uh, no date for the, the, the second remake for Front Mission 2. Um, Klonoa. Klonoa. Huh. As, I mean, I have to say it. I'm, 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 I'm a huge fan of Klonoa. Um, love me some Klonoa. Uh, that this, this series do not, does not give the love that it deserves. But, um, hey, everybody got another chance now. Uh, Klonoa Fantasy Reverie Series. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, Klonoa Door to Phantom Mill and Klonoa to Lununa. Klonoa to Lunatea's Veil coming to Nintendo Switch. So basically, um, the first Klonoa, uh, Door to Phantom Mill that released on the PlayStation 1 and Klonoa 2, uh, probably one of the best, one of the best platform in PS2 games I played. Um, Klonoa 2 Luna Tales Veil coming to Nintendo Switch. You love to see it. You really do. Um, kind of interesting because like Klonoa started out primarily on the PlayStation and then gradually moved, <laughs> moved to Nintendo. I really love the Game Boy game Klonoa something of dreams. Let me fact check that. Klonoa. Game Boy Advance. Empire Dreams. Klonoa Empire Dreams. Love that game. Ugh. You guys should be thankful. You get a you you get a chance to experience. Experience. Klonoa. Like you should have before, but hey, we'll forgive you. You get another chance now. July 8th, if you don't, mm, if you don't buy this game, if you don't buy this game, I know I I can't do nothing really. I'm just, I'll just be mad. I'll just be mad in silence towards you, even though I don't know if you got it or not, but the sales will tell us. So come on, man, get, give Klonoa a chance if you have it. If you like platformers, as somebody who doesn't really play too many platformers, love me some Klonoa. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Just, just gotta give, gotta give Klonoa its due because it deserves it. Uh, Getsu Fumadit Undying Moon. Uh, I don't remember this one. Uh, death is not an end. Defeat internal foes until you die. Here in a fight. Eternal soul memories and a new body. I don't, I don't think they showed this either that it was, might've been in the montage, uh, SD actually that dropped yesterday. Um, SD Gundam battle Alliance. Uh, Hey, for you Gundam fans, it's basically Gundam with action RPG battles, the ability to enhance each suit with parts to improve their power. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Integral Masterpiece. They already announced this, but they just want to keep touting it. But 
It's the cloud version. So basically the whole Kingdom Hearts trilogy, but it's cloud based. So pretty much it's not running on your switch hardware. It's like you're connecting to a server to uh, play it, uh, you know, similar to like PlayStation now or uh, Xbox X cloud for Xbox. So uh, all right. And that's uh pretty much was it. Uh, at least the standouts for this announce this uh, Nintendo Direct. Overall, I say it was very solid. Uh, a lot of games I I'm interested in. Um, shouts out to Klonoa. I mean that's 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 the win for me for this whole direct. Klonoa's back. I'll say it again. Klonoa's back. Just had to let that be known. Let that make sure that isn't. <laughs> Make sure that's established. All right. Support Klonoa. All right. Don't sleep on that. I'm just saying. Uh, Live Alive. Uh, what was the other one? Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Uh, I might actually. Ch- <laughs> I, I'm, I'm advocating for Earthbound. I've not played it, but I know I like it. I just have not gotten around to it. So, hey. You know, support support Klonoa, support Earthbound, so we get uh we get we get these sequels, we get these series running. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. I've been I've been preaching. I've been preaching too much. Moving on. Uh, next topic. discussion um resident evil 4 remake we got some more details uh for fan bite um of course these aren't confirmed but obviously take this with a grain of salt but at least some very worthwhile tidbits to kind of uh explore and, um, you know, look into dissect, if you will. So probably one of the interesting tidbits of this remake was the development. Um, the title was originally developed by M2, which is the same people that worked on, um, Resident Evil three, like uh, a fair amount of X platinum games de- developers. Um, and I think a couple of Capcom people as well, which, you know, considering the reception of Resident Evil three, I think they were shifted to a more support role. Um, and then the team that worked on Resident Evil two remake were kind of provided the leading role to work on this. So, um, but another interesting tidbit is that Mikami, uh, Shinji Mikami, who of course the founding father of, uh, the series, um, he actually was, uh, supposedly um approached in terms of uh working on the game overseeing it uh whatnot but he um he saw that it was a conflict of his current studio tango gameworks so he did uh decline so that's kind of (sighs) interesting that kind of that kind of hurts to be honest but i mean you have the template anyway so i mean that's really all you need but it would have been cool to have Mikami at least 
provide insight. Maybe, maybe, maybe you did to some extent, but, um, yeah, so that I, I found that pretty interesting. Uh, it was something else that was fairly notable about it. Uh, I think that they actually are going to make the focus of this remake actually more horror based, you know, adjacent to the original where it was more, it had of course tense moments, but wasn't necessarily, wasn't necessarily, um, scary. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't, if you ask me what Resident Evil 4 is, I'd say fun more than scary, which is, you know, fine, but it, it would be interesting to, to see what they do with this. But they did say that the game will like take more inspiration from the actual, the demos for Resident Evil 4. Um, you know, the, the direction they were taking Resident Evil 4 originally before they did a whole rehaul of the game and made it what, what it is now. But, um, so that, that's going to be interesting that, uh, I think they said the, the village setting is going to take place at night, um, and not in during the day, like the original, um, which I found very interesting. So at least they, they, they are looking to make it more horror focused than, uh, than, than the original, which, it could work, I guess. We'll just have to see, really. But that is is pretty interesting, though. Yeah, because I mean, if you looked at some of the beta, beta alpha footage for Resident Evil Four, like the, I forgot what version they called it. I think they called it the castle version or whatever, where it was more of a paranormal focus rather than like you know action based. Now, uh, like kind of more akin to the original Resident Evils rather than like you know. <laughs> action Leon Resident Evil. So I'm curious to see what they do with that. If they actually implement like some of those characters that we saw in those uh, early demos, um, that's going to be pretty, pretty fascinating as man, as a, as a huge fan of Resident Evil four. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm of course have my reservations, but I'm, I mean, at the same time, I'm gonna eat it up best believe best believe uh they're going to expand on assignment ada so um that's interesting uh i think they're also going to expand on separate ways i want to say i would assume they would maybe uh i think they also revealed or kind of somewhat semi confirmed not really but that uh Albert Wesker, that, that leak design, I think we talked about a while back technically isn't, wasn't associated with that design specifically wasn't associated with this game, but it was a game, a Resident Evil game that was canceled. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, anything else really? Uh, yeah, I think I want to say, did they say Wesker is going to have more of a role in this? No, they did not. Uh, Something else that I think stood out. No, I think that was it. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a that's a pretty decent amount of information that uh, at least we uh, have kind of going into this. 
I mean, if you're going to remake a Resident Evil four, which again, I mean, let's state the obvious, obviously we would, I personally would prefer Res- Code Veronica. Cause I mean, in terms of uh chronological timeline, that makes sense. That's more the most deserving of a remake, but like, no, let's skip that. Let's go to Resident Evil four, but I digress. Um, yeah, it, that, uh, I, I don't have any, I mean, of course I have doubts because it's like <sighs> Resident Evil four is like a perfect game. And like, how can you, I don't know, man, it's, it is going to be tough, tough to beat, surpass something that's, that's damn near perfect in my eyes, but we'll see. I mean, I'm going to complain about it, but I mean, at the same time, I'm going, I'm definitely going to indulge. So. We'll see. Good to know, though, at least going into it. Uh, Moving on. Um, GTA six, GTA, uh, GTA six, <laughs> we know it, we know it's coming, but at least finally <laughs> we get it. We get confirmation from rockstar games that actually it is in the works. Uh, this was a tweet last week. I'll say it from rockstar games specifically. Um, many of you have been, <laughs> many of you have been asking about a new entry in the grand theft auto series. <laughs> I just translated. Will you guys shut the Shut the about Grand Theft Auto 6, please. With every new project, our goal is to always significantly is always to significantly move beyond what we've previously delivered. We're pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry in the series is underway. We look forward to sharing more as soon as we are ready. So please stay tuned to Rockstar Newswire for official details on behalf of the our tire team. We thank you all for your support and cannot wait to step into the future with you. So basically GTA six confirmed shocker. I know, but at least it is good to get confirmation from rockstar that <laughs> yes, we are in fact working on one of the <laughs> most successful still selling games of all time. Uh, we, yes, we are making a sequel to get more money from you. Yes, we are. So, Obviously not a big surprise, but still, it, it, it still is good to get, get that confirmation. But also, uh, in terms of information regarding, uh, GTA, <laughs> GTA five, what a game that's like, damn, is it, has it been 10 years? Nine years. It's like coming. That is crazy. How I think about it. I think 2023 is going to be is going to be like the anniversary, the 10 year anniversary of Grand Theft Auto five. And, uh, what do you know? Yet again, they're releasing it on a uh, PlayStation five and Xbox series X, uh, versions, uh, that will have graphics modes without the 4k resolution, 60 frames per second texture and draw distance updates, HDR options, which I think is new, uh, ray tracing. I know that's new for sure as well as offering technical advancements to lace console generation for faster loading times immersive 3d audio platform specific features like advanced haptic feedback and much more. Um, yeah, 
they one thing that's pretty dope. I hope I hope they uh give you the option for um PC players, but they say PS4 and Xbox One players eager to continue their journey on the newest generation of hardware will be able to transfer both their GTA five story mode progress and their current GTA online characters and progression to PS five and Xbox series X with a one-time migration at launch. So I'm curious if say somebody like me who played the 360 version, uh, transfer my data to the PC version or no transfer my data to the Xbox one version and then transfer my data to the PC version. Um, I'm curious if people who I'm pretty sure there's a fair amount of people that are, have transferred like everything to the PC version and maybe want to jump back to the console version with the PS five series X. If they let you transfer from PC to a uh, PS five or series X, I think so. But, uh, it would be nice to know that would, that will factor in a lot actually. Cause I don't know versus me playing GTA online all over again versus me like playing GTA online with a, you know, character uh, that has my progression from PC would be uh, a huge difference in terms of if I would actually want to play on console versus, you know, PC. So I think so. Yeah. Cause they, I was able to transfer from 360 to Xbox one. So that's one transferring from Xbox one to PC. That's two. So I think, I think you technically would be able to, I would assume based off that theory. I think you would, that would be dope. I mean, of course they, you know, you can't have cross progression, which would be cool if they did, but, um, yeah, if they, I could just do a one time transfer to console, uh, these new consoles again, that would be, that would at least get me to keep start playing more again. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's cool though. <laughs> oh man. How many times have I bought GTA five? <sighs> I don't want to admit it. Don't even want to admit it anyway. Um, pretty cool over all around, uh, for PlayStation five owners, you have, uh, GTA online for free for the first three months. Um, and I think they also are, um, making it totally separate from GTA five, the actual story mode. So I know when you start out GTA five with a fresh save that it will, it will, um, have you go through this lengthy, like introduction thing before you can actually play or transition at GTA online. So I think they're making a whole separate thing that will just like, you know, drop you in a GTA online and, you know, I assume like take you through tutorials and stuff kind of in the same manner as the story mode and like kind of let you just play directly to GTA online without having to have the hassle of GTA five introductory. If you have no obvious inclination of uh, playing that anyway. So, um, pretty cool rockstar. Pretty cool. I mean, 
GTA GTA trilogy definitive addiction addiction addition uh was pretty sucky. But um hey, you got another chance. You got another chance, Rockstar. Well, I mean I I would assume they wouldn't mess up GTA six, but or this port. But I mean I guess it's a different story with uh GTA Online. There was another another development company and it had a lot of pressure from what I saw. So Still, though, hold these damn companies accountable anyway, you know, relentless, relentless accountability. That's what I say. Relentless accountability. And with that, that will conclude the news for this week. Let's get into uh, what I've been playing. Um. Uh, uh, thrill of the fight. <laughs> so, uh, like I said last week, been, uh, been making this effort to kind of make working out more fun, which, uh, thrill of fight has actually been a major component of that, that, uh, uh, it actually has been pretty fun. Um, I, uh, made, made the game a bit easier in terms of the difficulty and it's still challenging and I'm still getting a similar, if not more intense workout because of it. But, um, it's pretty great. I, I, I can't do like, uh, I think I may have talked about it. Like what these, uh, like pro boxer YouTubers are doing where they're like knocking out dudes in like the first round and just going through everybody in like an hour and some minutes. And, uh, no, <laughs> I'm fighting the two, the two starting people. Uh, I think I, I actually went back to the first person just, just for the self-esteem, but also the practice. I think, um, it just, uh, man, it is, I'm really feel like I'm, uh, getting you, you use out of uh VR with this game. Just the, just the, uh, working out purpose of it that, uh, I, I didn't really foresee, but, um, I am sticking with it so far. I plan to keep sticking with it and hopefully get to the tougher people and start just clocking people. That's all I want. That's all I want. I just want to clock people legally, but not realistically, just, (laughs) just digitally. I'm, I'm, I'm content with that personally. So it's pretty good. I do recommend through little fight. If you're trying to look for something, to just work out and have it be fun and engaging rather than just like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? not arduous, but like tedious. I think thrill of fight is pretty dope playing some music, just jamming while I'm beating up, beating up. This dude is great. I recommend it. It's a good time. Um, also played Pokemon legends, Arceus yet again, still pretty much that's mainly what I've been playing all this week. Um, here and there. And, um, it's great. I beat it actually yesterday. Um, after you beat it, excuse me, after you beat it, there is a like kind of end game component. I think similar to the, you know, other Pokemon games where there's like a aftermath type of component to it, which I did, but there is this other, (laughs) I guess, last component to it where like the requirement is like you have to catch all Pokemon 
and, you know, complete the Pokedex. And I'm like, uh, I'm good. I'll come back. Like, you know, when some DLC, maybe some, uh, patches come out, not that the game is bugging or anything, but just, uh, I'm like, I've had my fill of Pokemon. I think I'm good to move to something else, but at least from what I, I played after everything was all said and done, um, man, Pokemon is back. That's I saw as, as a dormant fan of Pokemon that like the last legit Pokemon I like fully played was uh Pokemon Ruby Sapphire. And like, yeah, man, as somebody who's, you know, had that, that brief history of uh Pokemon, at least through like what the first three generations and uh, kind of fallen off since. And then now coming back with uh, legends Arceus, it is really fun. I, I, it's, it's, it, it brought me similar feels, but in a different way of the older Pokemon games, like they kept the same, they kept the same kind of, um, I guess layout or, uh, foundation blueprint of Pokemon, but they like, like deviated it so much into a, a new fresh thing that, uh, man, it is, it is, I'm very impressed. I, I was, I had my reservations, but man, just like, I think in my opinion, this is the Pokemon game that I envisioned when, you know, you know, you were playing the, the game boy games and like envision like, man, wouldn't be dope if we had a Pokemon game that was like console based and like was legit a like Pokemon game, like a legit console Pokemon game. And I feel like this is it to be honest. Um, it does a lot of really dope stuff and it really expands on like, it, it's what I would have mainly perceived as, uh, or thought as, uh, what a Pokemon 3d fully realized 3d Pokemon game would be. Um, it has of course some, some downsides. Uh, I, I might've talked about it before. I'm not sure, but my biggest, one of my biggest gripes is, is, um, the, what is it? The, um, the, the lack of voice acting. I feel like we, we, we have done this rodeo multiple times. It's, it's time for Pokemon to have voice acting. It really is. It, it just loses a, a sliver of just personality and like presentation to not have voice acting for a game. This ambitious technically. So that's something I definitely hope to see. Um, I, I think this just generally just begs the question if like, will we see this kind of foundation implemented into a mainline Pokemon game, which I'm very fascinated to see that that's going to be pretty interesting. If we got like a legit new generation, like mainline Pokemon game that implements a lot of these qualities from Arceus um, if, if, uh, if, if they're gonna, if this is going to be like the new template for Pokemon going forward, uh, I guess they can make a sequel to this. Um, I guess, yeah, they could technically go to other generations and foundations before that, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to fathom them going like maybe further back, maybe further forward. Technically I would assume, but I don't know. I don't feel like this should stay as a spinoff. This should be a, uh, I mean, Nintendo does like money. They might, <laughs> they could potentially, ah, nah, considering this game has been released. It's gonna, 
the next generation Pokemon, I think is going to suffer a lot more scrutiny. Um, just based off this game being released and it's going to be heavily compared against this game now. So I think to, to not get that, I think they have to implement a lot of the qualities and like mechanics from this game into a mainline, you know, next generation Pokemon. So I really hope we do see that with the next, whatever the next generation Pokemon is. I mean, not including like, remakes of the the past Pokemon. It seems to be this cadence of, I think it's every, every other year there's a remake. And then the year after that, there's the new generation. Uh, but now this was released in the beginning of the year. So it's like, are they going to do a new Pokemon like every like holiday? And then like the beginning of the year is going to be like this spinoff of Arceus. But then again, it would be the kind of, issue of, you know, being heavily compared against this game, which I think has been like the best Pokemon game that I played since, uh, since Ruby Sapphire. So we'll see, we'll see, but Hey, good job, Pokemon. Good job. Game freak. You did it. You did it. You just, you brought this little 12 year old kid inside of me. It came out, it came out when I played it and I was like, yeah, (laughs) That's, that's, that's what I, <laughs> as I'm playing it. Yeah. Oh, uh, stupid Barry. But, uh, with that being said, that concludes, uh, what I've been playing. Um, getting what I've been watching, which has been. Damn it. Book of Boba Fett. Season finale dropped. Uh, man, man, man. Book of Boba Fett. I I still don't know where the book is, but I I don't even I don't even care. But this finale, I don't even care. Man, ugh, ugh. Okay, I have to. All right. Spoilers for Book of Boba Fett season finale. Um, I recommend you watch it, but spoilers for book of both. I it's so good. I have to. So basically <laughs> this episode actually, uh, <laughs> this episode actually focuses on, on Boba Fett more than like what the past three episodes, uh, they actually, you know, include what the, 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 the damn show is is named after Boba Fett, not Mandalorian season uh, 2.5. So that's, that, that's, a, that's a plus to begin with, but um, man, it was so much good stuff. Ugh, so much just, yes, this is what I wanted. I mean, I didn't perceive it, but this is what I wanted. So um, essentially Boba, Boba Fett and uh, Mando joining forces yet again. And then, uh, this motherfucker, Cad Bane was like, I, I need y'all. What, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, you know, it's like, I, I want to, uh, y'all, y'all need to su- supersede. This is, <laughs> this is my, this is my impression of Cad Bane. I'm gonna need y'all to supersede. And, um, <laughs> um, not supersede, but you know what I mean? Like give up. It's too, it, it, uh, I'm, it, it's, it, it's futile. You just give up. It's futile. 
<laughs> this impression is killing me. But um, <laughs> of course, you know, Bobo and Mando like, <laughs> motherfucker, fuck you. So they uh, <laughs> they 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 refuse. Um, they use uh, what's his name to do with the with the um with the laffy taffy ears. I mean that's. <laughs> This is ignorant as hell, but I mean, that's the best I got uh, to do to do with the orange. Um, it looked like it looked like them peanut, them uh, peanut things that you eat, but like elongated. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but um, he I guess he pleaded to like, let's make a bargain, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'll 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 happily grovel for you. And like, all right, do it. Do it while I before I change my mind. So does it, but the actual plan was basically to distract them. And then they come out guns blazing. It's it's Boba Fett and Mando. They both shooting shots and shit is crazy. Um, Fucking Boba shooting, shooting out his kneecaps. It's, oh, it's so good. And then, then he's shooting his, he's shooting his, uh, his, his iconic rocket from the back. Uh, Freaking Mando uh, pulls out the damn dark energy blade. I'm like, oh shit, fuck. This is, this is, oh, I mean, I was this close, this close, just this close to climaxing. But, um, yeah. So man, oh, it was so good. Uh, just, the just seeing them two together, they, they, they shooting, they boosting up. I, I mentioned the kneecap shots. Ah, uh, it's, it's, it, it was so good to see. Uh, it really makes me want a, a, a Mando and, um, Boba Fett game. Whoo. Oh, they need to get on that. They really do. I would eat that shit up. Um, yeah. So <laughs> there was that aspect. And then of course the, the clan that shot, uh, what's his name? Uh, I forgot the dude, the dude that, uh, took originally, not originally, but took scavenged Boba Fett's armor. Cabo something Vance, I think. Um, his crew came to help support them when they were like, Oh no, I don't know what we're going to do. Don't worry guys. We're here. We're here to avenge Vance. So, I mean, probably not, but I mean, you know, Hey, I always that I ain't gonna lie. I got a little choked up. It just, that, that is always my weak spot. Seeing them, uh, getting saved by <laughs> people you don't, you didn't expect. Well, I mean, I guess you technically did, but I digress. Um, so they came and then of course the, uh, Boba's goons, um, the, the cybernetic enhanced cybernetically enhanced goons came as well. And, um, then, you know, some more battling ensued and then out of, out of nowhere, this damn raincore came out. He, he, he bought the, he, he causing violence. I guess before that, these two big cybernetic turret things, uh, were coming to wreak havoc in the city. And then out of nowhere, then the raincore came like, oh, well, is it, is it loose? Oh, what is it? No, 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 it's not. It's Boba's, it's Boba's, it's Boba's Rancor. He got it. He on top of it. They revealed he's on top of the Rancor. He's, uh, he's, he just, he throwing hands. He, he causing havoc. He just, he's just causing that visceral physical damage to these bots because they have this, uh, these shields across them. So they can't penetrate Mando trying to hit hit it, uh, penetrate it with the dark energy blade, but it, nothing's happening. So, uh, this rancor just put it in work causing, causing these, uh, these, these robots to just, just falter, just, 
just falter. Uh, their shields eventually uh, being compromised. And then I know, I think that's how Mando killed one of them. Got, got the damn dark energy blade out. Stabbed that thing in the eye. Oh, so good. I forgot to even mention uh, uh, Grogu came back, of course, as I think was heavily implied, um, you know, based on uh, the ending of the previous episode. Uh, technically <laughs> saved uh, Mando from getting killed by one of them. Took out one of the um, parts from one of the, the robot's kneecaps. <laughs> but I guess he only because he only saw it as a toy. <laughs> so that's that's this is Grogu. That's Grogu for you. Just cute and cute and focused selfish on stuff. But anyway, um, ah, then, then the battle with Cad Bane and, um, what is his name? Of course, Boba Fett. Uh, Hey, they, they, they had their words. Of course, Cad Bane had the upper hand. I'm like, is he going to kill somebody yet again? Is he going to kill somebody yet again? But he doesn't freaking, what is his name? Um, I keep forgetting him. Boba Fett uses what he learned from the, uh, what are they called? Damn it. Damn it. The clan Tarkarians. I'm probably wrong, but basically the, the clan that he, uh, you know, got back to his, uh, got back, got back on his feet with, uh, used the spear, whipped his ass, stabbed him in the heart, um, uh, I mean, I think he's coming back. I don't, I don't think you get rid of Cad Bane like that. I think he, it, it, it's, it, it seemed like he, he's going to come back. Like, is anybody going to burn him or like throw him away? No, he thinks some way he might, he might come back. I would assume. Um, and that was pretty much it. Everything came back. Now everybody respects Boba. Like he, I guess has been trying to get throughout this whole season. Then they show at the end cad, I think cad Vance, he gets cybernet cybernetically, at least it's implied. He's getting cybernetically revived by a uh, thundercat. I forgot his name, actual name in the, in the series, but getting revived, uh, presumed to be getting cybernetically revived by thundercat. So that's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. And then of course they showed Mando and Grogu, you know, shooting off to whatever miscellaneous adventures that we'll probably see in, um, Mandalorian season three, which I guess now should be, well, no, I guess 2.5 and then three, but I was like, (laughs) because of his, so much of his inclusion in this season, it feels like he should be put, um, he should be put like, (laughs) this should be like 0.3.5 or whatever, because, his immense inclusion in this season in this, this, uh, this, this series so far. So anyway, um, ah, such a good finale. Ah, it was like, where were you this whole time, Boba? Why do you, why was you shooting people out? You kneecaps before. Ah, it's okay. It's okay. This payoff was great. Just, ah, man doing Boba Fett shooting people. Ah, uh, that's a video game, man. Come on, Lucas Hearts. Y'all need to do something with that. I digress. Um, yeah, overall, very pretty good season. Just the weirdness of including way more Mando than, you know, what should be kind of uh, 
I don't know. That's that's probably my I guess gripe, if any, that uh it it, it just seems very weird to focus so much on Mando within this series that's at least suggested to be focused primarily on Boba Fett. So I mean that's that's a pretty minor gripe, but still. Um so I'm curious what's gonna happen next. Uh I don't know. It seems like Boba Fett's story is kind of I don't know concluded I guess maybe they could be some new big big gang in town trying to take over his his territory I guess and maybe other events could ensue but uh I I would assume this maybe suggests that more so that we'll get Mando season three um at least (laughs) based on the the just the immense inclusion of him during this series so all in all, I'm looking forward to it because, man, we man, we got a lot of good uh, fan service stuff, at least like you know, Luke Skywalker came back. Uh, of course, Grogu, uh, Mandalorian, just damn near <laughs> most, most of this, 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 this series that still kills me. But um, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. I think my, my expectations were tempered, but man, this finale was magnifique so moving on um attack on titan man this these shows are showing let me tell you these shows are showing ah this this episode just keeps throwing all these these damn just curveballs every episode is like, ah, uh, I don't even want to spoil it. Cause it's so good. You know, I mean, it, it's a certain tier of goodness that it's like, do I want to spoil it or do I not? But then if it's so good, you got to spoil it. But it's like, this is, this is the type where I don't really want to spoil it because it's just that good. Just to implore you to actually watch it. Ah, uh, it man. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, then my Titans be tacking, you know, then my Titans are attacking. <laughs> Did I say a Titans? <laughs> them Titans be attacking. Let me just tell you that, um, man, Aaron Yeager, man, this, this dude, just, this is, I, I'll at least say this is one of the most fascinating turns of, uh, at least what we are led to, I think that gives away too much in of itself, but an interesting conflict of allegiances that I've seen in a series. I think that's safe to say a very interesting. Yeah. Like dichotomy of allegiances during this season. I think that's pretty safe to say, um, man, Ah, so good. So good. Ah, it's so good. I can't, I don't even want to talk about it because it's, it's so good. I implore you to watch it though. Uh, moving on. Uh, watch, uh, all of us are dead, which is at least been, uh, uh, crazy talk of the town in the Netflix verse 
um, which is basically a Korean um, zombie, a, a Korean zombie series um, where it's based around a high school, of course, um, where all zombie, you know, outbreaks happen. Um, but yeah, basically is the, at least initial plot is that, uh, a science teacher, at least it's suggested that this, this science teacher at this high school is concocted this virus. Um, I guess as a way to retaliate against some bullies to its son, to my understanding. And, uh, essentially, you know, starts to spread and then is now starting to spread even more, you know, as the series go, uh, the, the episodes go on, it seems. And I guess, you know, just dealing with that, you know, typical drama. I, yeah, I guess you say drama, thriller, horror. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, at least it has, I'm on episode four and, uh, it has not captivated me how, uh, I thought it would. Um, I'll give it, I'm, I'm, I'm at least at this point, I'm just want to see it through just out of curiosity than anything. But, um, I, I, I assume it's probably going to get better, um, more episodes in, but, um, it's, uh, it's okay so far. Um, it's, I guess it's some predictable stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems, uh, I don't know, just predictable, I guess. Maybe that's part of why it's not maybe hitting for me. But uh I think the some of the stories are interesting. There's this interesting like story within this series of a of a pregnant woman who like actually has a baby during this apocalypse herself, like nursed uh actually yeah, just just birthed this baby herself in a bathroom and uh, the interesting story of that, which they don't really, I'm curious where that ends when this is over, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's got some interesting aspects to it, but I feel like it seems like it's, it's going to get more interesting towards the end. At least that's the kind of hint I'm getting from this series. So at least for now, I'm not sure, but, uh, I'm fascinated to find out more. So, uh, moving on, uh, peacemaker. It's good. It's very good. Um, yeah, this episode, (laughs) man, uh, some stuff popped off. Some stuff happened. Um, yeah, it's, I think there's, I, I didn't see the new episode that dropped this, this week, but, uh, I think after this episode, there's another one and that's the finale. Um, but yeah, this episode, man, some stuff popped off. Uh, I guess spoilers for peacemaker. If you're not seeing it, it's a very good series. I, I do recommend it. Um, man. So basically the police are trying to arrest peacemaker. Uh, but they managed to escape. And then there's like, um, the queen, I think it's the queen. Uh, is it a bug or fly? I forgot queen alien. Uh, they're like essentially these insects that like have been affecting people and like, I guess in, in encapsulating their bodies and using them, um, pretty much. 
that uh, they actually get the the Asian police officer woman character in the show. She actually gets gets uh, infected by this this uh, this alien, and then now <laughs> she then uh, brings her whole army of aliens and infect the whole police precinct and including the uh, prisoners. And at least it's implied now that there's going to be a full out, I don't know, just gory war against the, uh, this alien race that at least seem to mainly take, be trying to take over this, um, this world. Um, but then there's the, the one character Merle who we find out that is actually one of the, um, alien people. And at least we find out that, uh, some of the, all the people on the team know, but at least it seemed like he, nobody knew about it, but we do know. And, um, he's apparently on the good side. We'll see what happens from that, but, ah, pretty good, man. Do not sleep on peacemaker. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. If you're a superhero related fan, I think this is definitely worth a watch. It's good. John Cena is, is Cena in, John Cena is, is, is Cena in, you know, <sighs> but I digress. I digress. Anyway. Um, well, that being said, I think that will conclude episode 140 switches sites. Um, yeah. If you uh, did enjoy the show, uh, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your various podcasts and platforms. Um, I also stream and record this live on Twitch TV slash a switch on Thursday evenings. Um, you can also catch this podcast, uh, archived on youtube.com slash a switch as well. And, um, yeah, I think that covered of everything i guess um yeah um so until next time y'all um feel free to fuck <laughs> get your damn game on oh yeah safe.